This podcast is hosted by RPP. The following episode contains coarse language, violent themes, sexual references, and the really creepy stuff. If you're underage, turn off your device. How to start this? We've already started it. Hello, everyone. Yeah. Hey, guys. You're tuning into our spin-off. Our um, spin-off from the makers of. I, I think my fridge is haunted. Comes bring to you. I <laughs> think my TV is haunted. Also Ooh. haunted. All the appliances are haunted. Um, yeah. And my vibrator is haunted. That would be awkward, wouldn't it? Very <gasps> we should awkward. do a, a sex toy review chat <laughs> on, <laughs> on OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah, this electric toothbrush can double shit. up. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just jump right into it. This yep. this this podcast is just about. Film and TV reviews. Esther yeah. and I uh, absolutely With love. With special guests sometimes. Special yeah. guests sometimes when COVID-19 finishes. Yeah, Esther and I are just always talking about movies that we love and TV that we love. And it seems yep. very natural for us to talk about exclusively on a podcast about shows that we love. So we decided this first season we will be talking episode by episode about the new Penny Dreadful series. It's called City of Angels. Uh, mm-hmm. If you're not familiar with Penny Dreadful, which I'm presuming you are because you've pressed play, um, yeah. it was a series that went from, I think it was 2014 until 2016. Um, yeah. Starring. Um, yeah, that sounds right. I was going to say starring Vanessa Ives, uh, Eva Green. <laughs> yep. Mega Babe. Mega Babe. Uh, yep. And it was a supernatural thriller, uh, kind of a gothic noir series. It went for three seasons. It was very good. It has a cult following, I would say. And this is the yep. spin-off. Mm. Um, and it covers, the Penny Dreadfuls, the original one, covers a lot of lore mm-hmm. that mm. everyone's very familiar with. Frankenstein. Yes. Um, Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. <laughs> uh, witches, Dracula. Witches. Yes. Um, yeah, Jekyll and Hyde, um, yep. American Werewolf in London is part of yep. it. What it's else? very cool. Yeah, the witches were really cool. Yeah. I love the witches. It's very – and, you know, I, I love Victorian London, so anything that's yep. got kind of like mist and magic and that kind of thing, I absolutely love. Yeah, um, yeah. So, so this one is the first – this now is based in, based in L.A. and it's really – Fucking beautiful! Absolutely like the first episode, stunning. episode is really pretty. Yes. really pretty. So season one, episode one is called Santa Muerte. I just wanted to get your absolute first impressions of this first episode of this series. Okay, interesting. Um, look, the the two female characters who we will who we soon to find out are both angels. Mm-hmm. I'm obsessed with them. Yes. And I love the opening scene was super fucking cool. Like that draws oh, me in. Wasn't it good? Oh. Yeah. I yeah, the the opening scene as a whole was the opening and the closing scene were yes. both the the highlight, which I think is really clever. Yes. Um, and they they tied into each other as well, which we'll talk about. Completely. Like I got instant goosebumps. So Yes. What did, what did you think of this episode? I freaking loved it. I loved it more than I thought I would because when I wow. saw um, – I always have a bee in my bonnet, bonnet about anything where uh, that's British that Americans want a part of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, you know, when I see like a Spanish film that's been remade, remade by Americans or anything like that, I – 
example, wreck remade into quarantine by the Americans. And I was like, this yes, sucks. Definitely. Why did you even bother? It doesn't yeah, even... A lot of remakes are, are pretty terrible. I mean, you they think of the classic be. horror movies like The Thing, when that was remade. Yeah. It was just, you couldn't compare it to the first yeah. one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Completely different. I honestly think the only exception of a remake that they pulled off was It. Um, yes. Yeah, true. It was incredible. But even with, um, like, The Grudge, the original Japanese one, which I think is called Uon or something. Um, uh, is Juon. Juon is th- – that original is fucking terrifying. Um, the American doesn't make any comparison. Same I with The Ring. I have to disagree with you. Wow. Those two, both The Grudge and – although The Ring, I definitely f- preferred the American version. Um Wow. But the I'm gonna have to quit on, demo. I know, but I love the original Japanese grudge. But I also yeah, completely. I like the American Look, version the, as well. But um, I would say those the are American version great. But yeah, I mean they're they're very different. Um, yeah, yeah, they're they're it's a whole different storyline of the grudge, isn't it? Yeah, completely, completely. The yeah, ring so, is, and the let ring me is, in. Uh yeah, I actually haven't seen the. English version or the the English oh, language version of that. I've only seen good, the Scandinavian one. I didn't bother with the other. Yeah, the other one. The original is probably cooler, but the English they did an all right job. But you know, I I always think the originals bar it. I should probably revisit those shit. films. Yeah. Anyway, all right. But yeah, if my first let's get my, on to this. Definitely, my first impressions were I I definitely love this more than I thought I would love it. Um, yeah, cool. Yeah, for a few different reasons. I but, did yeah. struggle in the middle of the episode. I was kind of like losing focus a bit. Okay. But um. Yeah, I can right see Right in why. the middle. Because there was like, kind oh, of a dramatic like a lull, wasn't there? Yeah, like a cop and a fucking detective and like, here we go. It's very stereotype. Like the detective who we'll get to in a minute who I'm fucking obsessed with. Um, <laughs> Played by Nathan Lane, who yes, is just the, freaking I, amazing. Screamed. <laughs> Nathan, like The Birdcage is one of my favorite movies of all time. And I've We're going to have to do that one time. We're going to have to do The Birdcage. We have to do The Birdcage, 100%. I show The Birdcage to every like person that I meet in my life that I hold close to my heart. Well, I force you don't them to watch The to, Birdcage. You don't have to worry about me. I've seen it many, many times. Fuck yeah. But the, I've only ever seen Nathan play a very eccentric gay man. Well, that's it. And he's, so he's when more, he came on the this, I was like... He's known for his yeah. com- um, comedic roles, like in oh. The Producers. Um, yeah. You know, he's this larger-than-life musical character. So when I saw that he Incredible. was going to be playing this dramatic character, I thought, well, I have no doubts he can do it because he's amazing. But there's oh, always going to be stop laughing. yeah. Well, that's the only you can only just kind of like remember him sort of, you know, leaning over to get something in the birdcage, and then he sits up and his wigs playing Albert, you know, oh! coming off, and you know, <laughs> we've been robbed. <laughs> we've been robbed. Oh my god! And then he so he's playing a very straight detective, very very old straight school American detective, and I could not stop laughing. Like I think one of the first lines he said was something really stereotypical it was like yes well we've got a murder on our hands yeah we've got a murder down the river slick (laughs) 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 which i loved so let's start at the very 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 beginning beginning. the logo comes up the first thing that happens is the logo comes up and it's the old font of the old penny dreadful uh but then underneath it's the city of angels uh, a new logo, and it's kind of an Art Nouveau kind of style font. Yep. Do and you... the inch, and we're, we're looking over a beautiful field of crops. Yes. So what and the it's very first fucking gorgeous. Yeah. It's a. I, and I was trying to think. What are the, What were What were the crops? Were they lettuces or something? I couldn't I was work trying it, to out. Figure it out. Yeah, I think they were like some sort of lettuce or like spinachy type thing. Yeah, it was. But some, it was a leafy vegetable. Yeah, but it was like the. It was very. Warm tones and romantic. It was super romantic. It had beautiful Spanish song playing in the background. It was gorgeous. Well, that's the first thing that I wrote was the first thing is we see the sun and warm colors. So 
very off straight off the bat it's completely different from the old series because the yeah, old series exactly it's dark it's cool tones it's smoky it's dark blues and whites old and grays yeah. and and this is like beautiful warm, like you feel warm it's just warm. looking it was at funny. it and yeah, we hear we hear the demon Magda's voice first. It's a yeah. voiceover, and she's talking about a prophecy of um, brothers fighting brothers, uh, and countries fighting countries, and races countries uh, races fighting races. And then we see this beautiful shot of um, who I'm sure you fell in love with, Santa Morte. Oh my god, I'm the cheek with the blue eyes. <sighs> I, uh, I the costuming, the, the makeup. I was yep. like, I was clutching my face. I was like, this is I know. so good. So her oh, makeup, I just, like, there's something about her that is just. Oh, I know. From, she's the chick from Game of Thrones. Um, do you know her her real name? Oh, are you talking about? No, I'm talking about Santa Morte. Who's? Oh no, I like so the other one. You're talking about Magda. Girl. So Magda is played by Ugh. Natalie Dormer, who is one of my favorite yeah. actresses. So I first Absolutely. saw her, of course, in the Tudors, playing Anne Boleyn, and then she was Princess Marjorie, uh, sorry, Queen Marjorie in Game of Thrones, and she was also yeah. in the Hunger Games franchise as well. And she's been yeah, in loads she's and loads just- of stuff. Uh, also, Ridiculous. on one of my, she's a voice on one of my favorite things on the entire planet. She's in um, Dark Crystal: Age of Resistance. She plays. Oh my god! So, as you know, anything that has a connection with uh, Dark Crystal is my favorite thing. <laughs> yeah, sick. sick. So, uh, so her name is Magda, and then we see Santa Muerte, who is her angel sister. Um, now, yes. Her costume. Yes. Honestly, I was a bit disappointed in it. Uh, okay. And even, I know that's controversial. Even on the second uh, watch? Yeah. Okay. I was a bit disappointed in it. I thought it looked like something a, like us performers could make. It was very like a tea towel over the head with the crown that looked like it had been sprayed with like fucking spray you buy at Bunnings. Yeah. And their makeup. That's one thing I, I looked at straight away was both the women's makeup. Um, it was very hot different chick. from each other. It, so. was, it was very different and it, it played well. I think the angel of death, her makeup suited her character really well because she Absolutely. almost like looked kind of dead. She looked like kind her of lips sick, were like quite she? blue. It was all, yeah. It, there were very stony colors um sort of very very neutral like her lip color was a very very much almost like a gray uh, yeah and then she it had was, these it was gray gray torpy smoky eyes and she did look kind of sick almost yeah but her her actual eyeball and then she had the contacts <laughs> were so piercing yeah, yeah she that had was those contacts stunning. that were kind of almost like vampire eyes and Completely. then um, Natalie Dormer, Magda, she had a beautiful wig, which was like a 1940s, very neat and tidy yep. updo. It was beautiful. And yep. her makeup had- was a very nice winged smoked eye. Um, it was, and which I thought was an interesting choice. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I personally loved it, but I thought, I don't know, it kind of stood out for me a little bit. To me, it was. Ah, see, it's tricky because it looked like just any. Uh, it just looked too. It wasn't like Bold enough? angelic enough. No, it just looked like it looked like a Jeffrey Star palette to me. Okay, like I wanted it to be more movie. Like you could see, I don't know. It just it looked like the makeup you would wear down the street. Mm-hmm. It just looked. It looked too much like eyeshadow. I felt like they could have made it look more like her face. You okay. know what I mean? Yep. Like her natural colouring. Okay. It looked like she'd put like she'd blended eyeshadow in like you do every day. That's interesting. But she looked stunning. I thought it was gr- I thought it was a was- I thought it was a good choice for makeup, but I definitely see where you're coming from. Yeah, it just looked too shiny. It looked really fresh. I just thought they could have done something a little bit more like special effects because she is playing and like an, a demon. Yeah, you know. Um, but her outfit was super cool. Yes, it was, it was like she a, was wearing like this. It was like a matte latex, wasn't it? 
yeah, like a latex dress. And the way she walked, she fucking killed it. My God, she's she was the best part of that so whole episode. Good. I was, see. She killed it. I thought she was the first time I watched it. I thought she was the best part, and then second time yeah. I watched it, Santa Morte, I was like, Do you know what? This chick is freaking amazing. Super emotional. She's super she's, emotional. But let's uh, okay. So the first scene it. is that the farmers are working on the field. Then the the angel of death and um, what's her character's name? I just keep calling her sexy blue eye chick. Magda. Magda. Like Magdalena. Okay. Right. Yeah. So they're, they're having a discussion. Um, Angel of Death wants more corpses. Mm-hmm. And Magna is willing to bring them to her. And she says, I will bring you many souls today. And she literally walks through the field, the beautiful field, and no one can see her. No, yeah. no one can see either of them because they're, they're fucking angelic and shit yeah um and she she basically she's doing like this sexy smoldering catwalk through this field of vegetables which i'm living for the amount of times i've done that through fields of vegetables and set them on fire (laughs) yeah and just yeah no one can see me but i'm feeling myself too and yeah they she sets the whole field on fire and all the workers start burning and um our main character we meet who, our main character, and he's a boy. Yeah, he's who a at this boy. point is a little boy. Mm-hmm. Um, he sees his dad burning, so he runs over, and the angel of death puts her hand out and strikes him back. Yeah, so her father burns and dies, and she does that. Uh, the Santa Morte does that classic pose where she's kind of cradling him in her arms, and the little boy yep. screams, Papa, runs towards her, and she puts out her hand, and it's almost like an invisible force field against his yep. shoulder, and he just, in slow motion, just flies through the air. And yep. we're left kind of wondering, can he see her? Exactly, exactly. I think he. Yeah, I don't know. I mm. think he may have seen her. So this character I, I don't is know. Tiago. And then we're left sort of listening to this song that's been on in the background the entire time. And it's called La Llorona, which is the weeping woman. Yeah. And, and it's I, stunning. It's giving me goosebumps right it's now. absolutely beautiful. And yeah. I looked into the history of the song and it's quite an old song. It's about 100 years old, apparently. It's by a lady called Chavela Vargas. Oh, it's been done by lots and lots of different artists, but this version is mm. Chavela Vargas. It's uh, the, whipping, the Weeping Woman, and um, it's, yeah, it's, it's about sadness. Yeah, well, it explains itself, doesn't it? Yeah. Okay, so, next scene. Next scene. Our boy is now an adult, and he is showing off his cop badge yes. at his birthday party surrounded so, by all his family. It's very nice. Was it a birthday birthday party or was it like a celebration of his new badge? Oh, actually, no. I think it was a celebration of him becoming a, first, a detective. I thought, oh, is he a, a birthday or because he blows out candles? But then I was like, oh, yeah. maybe it's more of a celebration. I'm not really sure. And we meet. Uh, yeah, I was a bit foggy on that too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we meet his mother, but, whose name's Maria. Yep. Uh, And then his sister, and he's got two brothers, Mateo and Raul, and his sister is Josefina. Yep, and one of his bros is not happy. Yeah. The guy Um, with the thick neck. So Raul, there's there's a clear tension between Raul and Santiago, and uh, Raul says he's not proud of him, and uh, he says you're going to be a gringo before you know it. Yep. Yeah, um, so obviously we're picking up this uh, obvious little little race war thing going on between definitely. the white Americans and the Spanish, and there obviously weren't many Spanish cops, so yeah, that's why the brothers getting yeah. Real we shady. can definitely sense that tension that um, there's definitely a divide between white people and. Yeah, and South definitely, people. definitely. That's a massive, massive theme. Um, okay, so then it flicks to... I just wanted to he, say one thing about that scene. Um, after mm-hmm. um, they have their conversation, it's sort of there's this shot where it's just looking at the houses and you know they have those beautiful, I call them brewery lights. Um, yeah, 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 completely. Just the, the, the hanging globes. Yeah. I, I noticed that um, the set... The houses almost look like this little city models. 
that we see yeah. later in the episode. It almost looks like dollhouses, the way that they've shot yeah, it. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, that's a good point. They probably are. So, I mean, well, yeah. So then Tiago and his mum end up walking down the street uh, so that he can catch his bus and we find out that the city is planning to bulldoze their community. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and it's not cool. So then he catches a bus to his little apartment, which is super cute. And I did you notice it. the colour palette during this time? Yeah, completely, it was so completely changes. It was really yeah. warm tones and really earthy. It was rom- romantic. Like when they film the Spanish district, yeah. it's like the most beautiful. It's comforting, isn't it? Be- it's so comforting. It's yeah. absolutely gorgeous. Like you want to be there. You want to hang out completely. there. Completely. And it just completely. looks warm and it just looks great. Uh, yep. And we also can hear like the insect sounds of the nighttime and it just seems yeah, very it's peaceful. Real, it's, it totally, it's gorgeous. It's mm. like it gives you a real community feel. Um, so he goes back to his apartment and he and has a really cool And how beautiful was that scene where we first see the street that he looks at, that, where yeah, he lives? Yeah, I want to live there. So pretty. Live there. But I couldn't get over his fold-out sink. I thought that was really awesome. And his yeah. fold-out bed, they both did the same thing. I was like, bitch, well, why don't we have a fold-out sink? I know that, that sink where he, like, it didn't doesn't have a drain. He, like, spat in it and then he just, like, flicked it backwards. And it's- yeah, it was like the dog bowls at Dog Park. <laughs> yeah, it was great. <laughs> I loved it. Uh, and and then he's got like the fan and, and the beautiful uh, white curtain. And, and it's, it's very, very, it's old school detective home, isn't it? It is. Like, it's like, very like from Roger Rabbit. <laughs> it's super stereotypical. Yeah. Um, think Sin City. Yes. Um, yeah. But Spanish and a lot cheerier it's kind of like that yeah. guy is like oh i'm always at work and i'm a single guy and all i need is a place to rest my head and completely a table a for tiny my apartment. Whiskey. yeah legit <laughs> um then he he's looking at himself in the mirror and we see these big scars on his chest yes and yeah we're like what the fuck is that bitch well i okay. did wonder at the beginning when she held, when Santa Muerte held out her hand, mm. I thought, and and it hit him in the shoulder, and he falls back. I yep. thought, is that going to be something like on Game of Thrones, where you're touched by yep. like the devil or the demon, and it's going to stay with you? So I, I thought, did... look, I would love a scar like that on my chest. <laughs> um, would yeah, love it. Just, how'd you get that? Oh, nothing. Just the angel of death pushed I just me. Got fucking. Felt up by this hot chick who turns out to be the angel of death. <laughs> who wears a, a crown of skulls. <laughs> yep. Nah, jokes. I actually got shingles. <laughs> it's a shingle scar. <laughs> Bad acne scar. Okay. He goes to sleep looking at his badge, which yeah. I thought was pretty cute. It was cute, wasn't it? Like, yeah, I was like, oh, this is very stereotypical. Yeah, it was very, like, idealist. <laughs> like, he's, like, kind of positive about the future and stuff. And, yeah. yeah. Like, I, I go to sleep every night looking at a mop because I'm a housekeeper. <laughs> uh, what do I look at? I don't know. I usually look at cat videos. <laughs> For, uh, no, I do not look at a mop, by the way. That's not <laughs> a joke, everyone. Uh, I'm, she, not a, I'm not a serial killer. Um, she lives in a room under the stairs. I'm the janitor in every high school movie that lives in the janitor's closet. And my girlfriend is the mop. (laughs) Um, He wakes up and gets a phone call. And he's got one of those old school phones where, like, he holds it up like this. He's like, hello. 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 And then you hear this voice like, you got to get down to the station, Mike. We, we We got some stiffs. (laughs) <laughs> we've got an issue he's like i don't start till tomorrow he's like well your shift has started now wah, wah, wah. yeah yeah and he calls him slick which i thought was hilarious yeah i'm like this is could you get any more stereotypical this is the moment when i started to be like oh god it's gonna be one of these it's gonna be like the most, just detective oh, I loved stereotype. It. no 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 but i loved it i loved it i loved it good so what have i yeah. read about this he's um his new partner tells him to get up. They've been called to a crime scene. And then he goes downstairs and we see that his partner is, of course, Nathan Lane. And his yeah. name so is I wrote, Lewis. We head to this empty concrete lake thing, brackets, 
the same place in Greece where they were doing the yes, drag racing. That's where I yeah, that's yeah, that's exactly what I thought. And um also Terminator two. Yeah, I was like, Oh, it's that fucking John Travolta up on there and If cool we have cars. any listen listeners from LA, could you please explain to us what this yeah. thing is? What is it? We see it in what movies and we're like, it? what is it? And it's always majority empty bar like a few little like puddles and shit. Yeah. And people are always like graffitiing. What is it? Um, is it meant landing to be a river? Planes. What, what is it? What is it? And it looks really clean. It looks fucking great to hang. I would love to hang out there. It looks like you could get a good like sunbake. Yep. Uh, okay. And then we there's a title that comes up. It says Los Angeles 1938. Yep. And then that's when we bump into Nathan Lane and he's. Well, he's already picked him laughing. up. He's picked him up at oh, his at his. Um, well, this is the apartment. moment I realized it was Nathan Lane because oh, the whole time really? I was looking, and I'm like, <laughs> I know this guy. Yeah. What is who? Who is this straight talker? And I'm like, wait, it's the gayest man in cinema history. It's Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane, my favorite fucking person. So at um, this point, I realized that there was actually no title music. Uh, mm, like okay. with the original Penny Dreadful, you had that great. Um, yeah, you know, with the spiders and the the teacups oh, full yeah, of blood cool. and the tarot cards and yeah, the smoke and all that cool. kind of thing. So I'm hoping maybe we'll see a title credits in the next next episode, episode. potentially. Hey, yeah. So then we have the crime scene in this yeah, LA it's river. It's very beautiful. Once again, it's a very beautiful. It it wasn't as cool as if you've seen the TV show Hannibal. Um, because their 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 bodies were always like fucking art work, works of art. So it was ritualistic. Um, yes. Yeah. And, yeah. Exactly. Like in, but have this you was, seen it was beautiful. True, True Detective? Yeah. That definitely. featured a very sort of ritualistic kind of uh, it was super corpses as well. So it's got these yep. four corpses, and they're um, they're in a cross. So all of their feet are facing the middle, and then their heads yep. are at the end. And they're all yep. naked. Um, they yep. have Day of the Dead makeup on. Their lips have been removed. Uh, and yep. even little kind of like diamonds have been sort of put on the makeup. Um, also, yeah, it's the very stereotypical like... Um, the rings around the eyes. What are they, what are they called? Candy skulls or something? Sugar skulls. Sugar skulls, I yeah, think. That yeah, that kind of sugar skull makeup style. And in between yeah. all the bodies, there are um, – I thought there were pools of blood, but there were actually um, – where Roses? There were rose petals and there was also where candles had been burned, yeah. burned down. Yeah. Um, so it definitely so, looked kind of occultish. Yeah, it did. Um, and then um, Nathan and Lane, Lewis – And their hearts were removed. Yeah, he goes. Is this some Hollywood Max Factor bullshit? <laughs> yeah, I was like, mate, your script, your fucking I, script. I loved it. God, no, have you? Okay, you know the scene in Birdcage when um, Armand is teaching him how to be straight, mm. and he's like, "You got to walk like John Wayne." Yeah, and then Albert gets up and he's like bumping into things. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and he's like. That's what this character reminded me of. See, Albert you've trying to, to be you've straight. Got to, you've got to get out of that headspace. You've got to re- remove that. <laughs> Separate the two characters. And then they see the writing that's actually written kind of on that slanty wall of the river. And it says, you, oh, take, yeah. it says, you take our heart, we take yours in mm, Spanish. What so then Diego uh, yep. goes back to the bodies and notices that the killer has removed the hearts. Yep. Uh, Which I think would be a very obvious thing to see if they're all naked. But, yeah, um, true. Yeah, you was, would think, yeah. I think that would be the first thing you'd see. Mm. I mean, the lips. So at first I was quite like, I was trying to figure out their makeup, like what was blood and what was makeup. Mm. But, um, yeah, it was, I, I pro- they probably removed their tongues and shit too. Like it was. Maybe it's pretty cool. I think it was really uh, it was a cool crime scene. And then there's, and, um, there's this beautiful shot once they've examined the scene. It's a very beautiful symmetrical shot of them standing overlooking the crime scene, and then the bridge is behind them. Yeah. And then the next scene, we get another symmetrical shot of this large white mansion. So yeah, it's very like um, like a 
what are those slave houses called back in the day? Like a plantation manor? It look, it, yeah, it looked like a plantation manor, but it's in the middle of LA. It's absolutely stunning. It was a big White, house, um, really big it house. It was just the most beautiful place. Yeah, so we we meet the these this family um, called the Crafts. So it's Doctor Kraft, who's a German man. Um, yeah, and this is when shit kind of got a bit weird. Ah, <laughs> uh, we'll get to it in a second. <laughs> so we got this doctor who is um, from the first Penny Dreadful. He played. Frankenstein's monster yes. who has the most heartbreaking storyline of ever, any character I've yes. ever met. So he was and, John Clare. Um, yeah, and which is so sad. The actor's Ugh. name is Rory Kinnear. So good to see him again, playing a completely well, different character this time. Yeah, we're like, yeah, he's alive and he's seemingly happy. He's Yeah. He's a doctor. He's living in a beautiful house. Yeah. So, you know, he's made it in some point. And they've got two little boys um, yeah. who are talking about geography and they're talking about a mountain range that they would like to visit. And yeah. the mother walks in. She struts in. And she's, she's in her PJs and smoking and she just does not seem to want to be there. Kind of like me every time you see me outside. And I During had to, isolation. and I had to take a double take because this actress is Piper Perabo, who was in uh, Coyote Ugly from the oh yeah early two thousands. So that she terrible was, movie. Yes, was she the main character? She was the main character in that. What bitch? Um, so now looking look where she is. Completely different in this. Completely. Film. Yeah, you would. Well, I did not recognize her at all. So another thing that we notice in this scene is that Maria, Tiago's mother, is the housekeeper yep. for Dr. Kraft. Yeah, so that's when we tie tie in. Exactly. And yep. Dr. Kraft asks her to keep an eye on his wife and yep. he says, if you see her drinking, maybe let me know. Intervene, yep. Yeah. Is there anything you want to say but, about this scene? No, I just wrote in my notes, Frankenstein's creation doesn't look any happier than when he was a monster lol. Oh, he looked kind of happy. I thought he was look, quite the, cute. I think he's cute. I think he's so cute. <laughs> I've always loved him. I think he has such a humble looking face. So, But there it, yeah, was something yeah. up with him. Like he, he, I think he, like as soon as his wife rocked up, he was like, oh God. Yeah. Like he was happy around his kids, but she comes in and she's being a bitch and she's like, He's like, I love you, bye, have a good day, and she's yeah. just not responding, which I think is crazy. Like, even if you're fighting with your partner, I would never not say goodbye to them. Mm. It just gives me anxiety. Yeah. So yeah. She's, she's an alcoholic. She's suffering with some sort of anxiety. I don't know. Yeah. So he gets in his car, which, and then this I thought was really cute. He's got, like, this audio box that he's practicing English with. Yeah. Because he has the thickest German accent, and because I'm so deaf and I – struggle hearing people anyway, it made it so hard for me to understand what he was saying because oh, really? that accent was so thick. Yeah, oh, the whole time wow. I'm like, what's he saying? I can't fucking understand a word. Yeah. Do, you, then I'm ever, like, oh, do you ever watch shows and movies with the subtitles on to help you? Um, I try not to. Yeah. But usually when I do watch movies by myself, they're up full volume. Okay. It doesn't help my hearing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, so he's, we cut he's back. learning his English in the car. Yeah, it's really cute. It's really cute. He's on his way to work. Yeah. And he's all positive and super Sunny, cute. sunny, beautiful day. Yeah. So we cut back and we're in the police precinct. Yes. And, um, and we're in the locker Danny room. And everyone is being super racist. Yes. All the so white cops. The, guy, the white cops are giving Tiago a really hard time. Yeah. And uh, Lewis stands up for him. And tells the other cop, hey, listen, if you don't shut up, I'm going to tell everyone about what happened with that girl in that other state that one time. And then yeah, the guy and, backs and off. we're just like, no, 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 what? We've got a rapist on our hands. Maybe. A bit weird. Um, yeah, it could be anything. Maybe so, he was a girl in the past state. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so we and then of, And then we, yeah. Definitely get. The imp- we're getting more and more of an impression of there's this huge divide between white people and, and people from um, South America. We then find out that the victims are white and rich. 
Yeah, so they go into the office of their, I guess, lieutenant. It never actually says what his title is. Um, Anyway, he's looking at the crime scene pictures and then um, Lewis and Diego walk in and he says that the victims are actually called the Hazlett family and -hmm. they're from a really rich area and they're white. Yeah. And he discusses with them a potential race issue coming or a race war, as he says, and yeah, and he basically blames them, like, he, he blames, blames the, Mexicans. the Mexicans straight away. Exactly. Yeah. So it's a little awkward for his first day of work. Yeah. Yeah. So we go okay. to the doctor's office. This is Dr. Kraft's office. And this is when I jumped out of my seat in this office. <laughs> go he's like, it. oh, my God, so many things. So um, <laughs> he's, in, he's, he's treating a little boy, mm-hmm. and the mother is the fucking – Hot blue-eyed chick. So his so the mother is uh, Magda the demon, and yeah. now she's but blonde. She has blonde a German very accent. German. She's stunning, very like, and she's just a mum. Yeah, yeah, she's and she's just worried a regular about her lady, son. and she's worried about her son, and she's taken him to see the doctor about his asthma. Yeah, and it's perfect because the doctor's like, asthma can be linked to anxiety. Is there anything in your home life that's stressful? And then she's playing like the oh, my partner is, you yes. know, verbally abusive, blah, blah, blah. And then that kind of – and she's giving him, like, the side eye and he's starting, like, play along. And then she's like, I wish we had have met 15 years In ago Germany. or whatever. And, yeah. Yeah, and, and he's like, oh, bitch, she's flirting with me. And they, and, have, a, they have a moment where they touch hands and um, she, yeah. she tells him she's not happy because now that she's moved to America, she has to live near the Jews. Yes. That and then as soon as they brought in the Jews, I'm just like, okay, we're getting a little bit, a little bit Nazi Germany around here, and mm. I was just like, mm, okay, mm. it is that time frame. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, he he booked another consultation in like a few days' time. Yep. I think for an excuse to see her again. And then he opens his cupboard, and there's a fucking Nazi flag. Yes, and, and a I'm uniform. like, oh. Yeah, I'm like, okay, and we've he got looks, Nazis involved. And he looks in there as if he's really proud. He's super proud. Yeah. Super proud. So we're like, okay, we're dealing with Nazis. A yeah. Nazi doctor, which is the worst Nazi you can get. <laughs> so we see Magda the Demon getting into the elevator, leaving the doctor's yeah. office, and the boy, her son, actually melts into her body. So she kind of opens her blouse and he kind of like yeah. hugs up to her and he kind of melts inside her. So she, so we find out she's a shapeshifter and she can actually yep. not just shapeshift, but she can create other beings separate to which herself. Which is very cool. Which is very Yeah, that part different. was really cool. The next scene, we <laughs> meet another main character, Councilman Townsend. And they're at City yeah, Hall. He's a fuckface. He is. They're at City Hall and uh, he's giving a speech to Tiago's community and they're really upset uh, about this new yeah. freeway that's going through their town. And they're basically told to go back to Mexico when they ask, where are we supposed to go? Uh, even though many of them are second generation Americans. Yeah. Like, do you remember when the Peninsula Link was being built? Mm-hmm. Well, and I had to move to the Peninsula all- by that time, but... Oh, yeah. yeah. I can imagine. Yeah, I was living on the peninsula and there was such an uproar because it was going through all these farms. Like mm. I had a close family friend who lived in a – her house was over 100 years old. Wow. And the highway was going directly on top of the house. Wow. And, like, there was such, like, a huge uproar. But, like, it, it does not compare to this because this is obviously, like, yeah, a racial situation. Yeah. But. Yeah. They're being pushed aside. Uh, and yeah. the local government haven't given them an alternative place to go. They're no. just destroying their homes and they're saying, we don't care where you go. So the yeah. Mexican population in City Hall start chanting and hitting the chairs and a fight ensues. Um, and then while that's happening, we get another beautiful, really symmetrical view of the courtroom and it's got these three arches um, up above them. So I thought that yeah. was a really nice shot. And then we get yep. this hilarious scene where I laughed. Uh, Councillor Townsend is walking to his office and he's really upset about what's just happened in City Hall. And he's got his mm. assistant, which I had to do a double take. Did you? Same. I actually wrote in my notes, 
hmm, with about seven M's, his assistant looks very familiar. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, oh, my God. that's Yeah, I was like, bitch. That's Natalie Dormer again. Hilarious. This character is so funny. really cool character. I love her. She's so funny. The most. It's like a comic book character of an American, a real American assistant to a man. Yeah. And she's like got these little round glasses and this gorgeous like bob, curled bob. And she's very comical in her face. Like, she's very serious. No, yeah. almost no makeup. Very, very flat very, Yeah. Makeup. I reckon if she was playing, if this character wasn't an angel of death, she'd be like, she'd be a lesbian oh, under yeah. the sheet. <laughs> and she's wearing a brown suit and sort of very uh, sensible shoes. And she's got very, an American accent this time. So we've seen her f- have three different accents. And yep. her hair is grey. Cool. So first when I looked at her, I thought she was older than what she was. And then I was like, oh, wow, that's Natalie Dormer. That's amazing. And she, Was her hair grey? Well, I'm yeah, getting all my colours wrong. It was grey, yeah. Oh, and it well, was in she's very, a, yeah. sort of a sensible sort of bob. Yeah, very um, very cute, very and then, cute. <laughs> and he says to her, and she she's kind of coaching him. She's like, "We can get through this." Yeah, she she's and like she the rubs woman behind shoulders. the man. Yes, she's the woman behind the man. And he says to her, "What would I do without you?" And she turns around and says, "What indeed, sir?" <laughs> exactly. And and she's like whispering. She's like rubbing his shoulders and kind of like suggesting shit to him to do. And yeah. like yeah. She's, she's basically leading the whole fucking thing on her own through this this guy. But at the yep. same time, she's hiding in plain sight. Completely. Yeah. Completely. And you can see it in her eyes. Like, yeah. she has, like, this – she knows exactly what's happening. She's knows what's happening with the Nazis. Like, it's all it's all a big plan. Very, very cool. So, okay. So then we cut back Lewis to the next and Diego. Scene. Yes. Uh, that little scene wrote, outside where they're having lunch. Yep. I, I wrote, I can't get enough of him playing a straight cop. <laughs> and then, <laughs> so they chat. They ch- they're chatting outside, and Lewis says no one else wanted Tiago as a partner. And Tiago tells him he doesn't want to wear a hat outside like all the other men because yep. he wants everyone to know he's Chicano. And then he suggests, or he he tells um, his partner that his mum is a practicing witch. Yes. Yeah. He tells then while the and he yeah. tells Lewis that the makeup was actually Day of the Dead makeup. Um, and yep. it's linked to the angel Santa Morte. Um, yep. Yeah. And while they're hanging out outside, we then see we hear some marching band type jazz like drums and, or something, wasn't it? Mm. Yeah. And we look over, and it's a group of Nazi um, uh, German supporting Nazi Americans. Yes. And so they carrying have a Nazi flag, a Nazi flag, an American flag, <coughs> and a German flag. Yes. Yep. And then they do a little. A little speech about what are they saying? We want to protect our kids too. We don't yeah. send our Americans over to Germany, just like you wouldn't send your kids over to a fight that they're not involved with. Yeah, yeah. And what he's saying is um, the message is um, he says America first, peace above all. And he's very, very endearing. He's very likable. He's cracking Super little jokes and he's getting yeah, people a lot involved. Of were. And people are yeah, in the park saying, and they're smiling at him and it's easy to they're see. They're laughing. It's easy yeah, to you see know, he's how, like, yeah, they, they got on people's good sides because they were just really calculating. And really relatable. Like one guy yes. eating something with a mustard or some, sauerkraut. I don't know what the term sauerkraut and he's like we made that you should yes. be thanking us yeah and, and then he, and then he kind of slips hitler into the whole mix like yes. the whole thing is kind of being like hitler's a cool guy like he mm-hmm. loves america you know yep. so it's very it's really interesting yes and, um nathan lane's character is looking pretty like a bit weird maybe he's jewish we don't know oh, yet i didn't think of that he could be jewish yeah, yeah. but he's, but he, he's like... the only one that's like this isn't fucking right. Everyone else is like, ha, 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 oh, yeah. And he's like, but, yeah. th- I think he throws his lunch down and he's like, let's get out of here. Yeah, he's like, let's Something. go. Like, let's let's yep. head off. Yeah. Uh, so then they okay. head off to the house of the murdered family and it's in Beverly Hills. So it's in quite an exclusive this area. This really weird for me. Okay. 
Why? This scene was really weird. I wrote, I'm not sure if the ladies are like Christian lesbians because we get in and there's like this big fucking painting of some blonde chick, very like holy. It looked like Mary. I don't know. But there was very, it just seemed like a bit culty, lesbian-y. Why did you get that sort of Because it was just a house point. of women. Is it? It just looked very. But it's a family Yeah, it was home. all like. But there were all these, like, all the pictures were of this blonde chick or all blonde women. Like, There's crosses. This is what I've written. There's crosses for like images of blonde women. Blonde blue eyes? Could be, but it was, there were no men. There were no images of men. It was all just ladies. But there was the same, evidence that men lived there. Yeah. But it, I, don't, uh, I, don't I don't know. know. I, just, I, would... I got a real gay vibe. Okay. Well, maybe look. That maybe that's something I didn't see. But let's let's put a pin funny. in that and see what happens. Yeah, like there's lots of like lady stuff. It around. definitely we get the impression that they're very devout Christians. And Lewis yep. turns on the radio. I just didn't see and anything goes, of Jesus. There was no male worship. That's images. really interesting. I have to. I reckon I missed that. They were all women. I'm telling you, it's the first thing I saw. They're all chicks. That's in the really frame. interesting. Yeah. Huh. <clears throat> unless I, unless Jesus had like a cute blonde bob, and I just didn't pick it up. I'm gonna go back. Okay. Yeah. Have a look. It's a bit weird. So we see um, the mo- <laughs> Lewis pours himself a drink and looks around. Uh, we see the model of the freeway, which um, Diego says is yeah. called the Arroyo Sego Freeway. Yeah. In the house, uh, so it's kind of in the living room, and uh, it doesn't look too good for the Mexican community no. um, because it's like going right through their home. Yeah. And also, yeah. so we find out because the victim is their hearts the were taken, and it was written a heart for a heart in Spanish. Yeah. It all ties in and it really points the finger at the Mexican community. Yeah. And it's kind of like. You know that that sound effect in RuPaul's Drag Race when it's like oh the shade button the shade button that kind of should have been played as Santiago was looking over the the Mexican shit because it's kind of like oh bitch your people are like looking pretty obvious yeah <laughs> like it's pointing to Mexican. Yeah, so, so it was a, a little bit awkward. Lewis, a little bit awkward. Lewis says that the father, and I'm not sure if the the family is called Hasland or Hazlet. Yep. But the father was um, an elder of whatever church they're in. Yeah. Um, and he he just says he's up high, but he couldn't yeah he couldn't say exactly what what he was. So then we go to this cliff, this cliffside, and it's so beautiful, so good. It's so nice. Once again, it's so stunning. I was just like, oh, it it looks like Sorrento on a summer's evening. Yeah, it's really, really beautiful, And it's overlooking the ocean. Um, uh, We've got Senator, sorry, Councillor Townsend is there with our uh, Magda the Demon and she's dressed as his very sensible assistant Assistant. with the red glasses. Uh, And then we meet another car comes up, a really nice car, and we meet Mr. Richard Goss. Who's a German yep, man? Another German man. Another fucking Nazi. Yeah, and everywhere. he introduces himself. He says he's from an architecture firm uh, yep. called Goss and Ossenberg, and they build freeways. What did I you get wrote, out of this? Why scene? are there so many Nazis in LA? Um, so he's basically this architecture is this architect. Sorry, is trying to smooth talk Hitler. Like bring Hitler in the conversation because Hitler loves LA. Hitler yeah. wants to he come and America. have an area in LA. Well, he yeah. wants to take over America, essentially. Yeah, but he he's just he's basically saying that Nazis want to take over America, yes. and LA is the first spot they want to go to because yeah. it's so nice. Exactly. And like Hitler loves LA. And then um, Townsend says he can't employ a German company to build their freeways, but Goss says. He has spies all over LA. He says they're even in the movie studios. Yeah, and uh, they which want, I believe because oh, probably yeah, they're everywhere. They yeah. want to make Townsend mayor of LA, mm. um, and if he doesn't go along with their requests, his Gestapo driver will kill him. 
Yeah, so we learned that the driver of the car is Gestapo and he's like, if you don't shake my hand at this exact moment, then that's a signal for him to shoot you in the head. And all the while, um, his assistant is kind of like, watching this whole this whole thing yeah she's just and observing and she it looks it looks like she, everything's going to plan for her like yeah. her yeah, eyes yeah. are like yeah this is all i fucking knew this is all going to happen so then um they shake hands and the, the nazi pulls them in close and says heil hitler yes and then our american friend doesn't say it back but he's gone along with the plan because he's shaking hands yeah, well, he didn't want to get shot in the head, so probably would have done the same thing. So then we go to the music shop, which is across from Tiago's house, and there is a family yeah. argument between Matteo and Josefina, uh, his brother yeah. and sister, when she's seen with a boy. And then Maria comes up and tells Matteo to dream bigger, essentially, um, and that he can be whatever he wants, but he feels really yeah. big. It's a down. very positive scene again, like it's all like, See a little innocent mama there, and she's like so cute and so sweet, and every, the family has so many good values, and it's it's just it's just showing the community to be like this beautiful little small community where they're all dancing on the street and they're all sharing yeah. food, and it's, yeah. it's 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 very stereotypical. Um, once again, I kind of like lost interest in this scene. I think because I don't know, there's something for me when they they depict female older characters as being like so fucking innocent and sweet and that's how they were depicting the mum and I was like oh come on there's more to this mother she's quite snappy though like she gave material a good slap slap across the face there was a good scene for like six minutes of them just dancing and I was like alright come on Oh, I love bring, that. Bring something in it was sweet it was really beautiful but like at the same time I'm like come on like don't turn this into so much of a stereotype I Which, found that the dance scene tied in with the original series. Yeah, you, you because dancing, definitely got a point. Uh, like as a community, dancing was a big part of that series yep. as well. Yeah. Um. So he. T- it Tiago, was very beautiful, though. Yeah, it was great. But Tiago um, asks his mum to keep an eye out for any Santa Morta ceremonies or. Anything yep. like that. And she says she's going to keep an eye out. And then the three brothers talk about the upcoming freeway works. Raul wants to stand against the police on Monday when the works yep. are about to start. And Tiago is torn between his job and his community. Yep. And in this scene, we also see his scars um, because the mum rips his shirt open. Yeah. And you we you see that it's a proper handprint. What, like, uh, do we? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought that was a little his later. Mom, they start talking about curses. Cop tells her to keep her eyes out for anything that could link in with the murders. And then she opens up his shirt and that's where the scars are from, the angel of death. Yep. And then that's when they start dancing afterwards. Ah, okay. Yep. I might I might have that's been writing it clicked at that for time. Me. I was like, yeah. So then, then the and- we see Lewis developing his photos of uh, this Nazi yeah. dude, Richard Goss, and he's got yep. like this big wall, like this investigation wall yep. dedicated to Nazis in LA. Yep. So he's already onto it. Yeah. And he's it looks already like he's onto been onto like it for, like, for ages. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. There's swastikas, there's other like Nazi memorabilia kind of popping up over the over his board of detective work yeah and he's got like um propaganda posters pinned to it and he's got like pieces yeah. of wool going in all different directions yeah so he's you're, he's been on classic this for a like while. string board yeah. yeah yeah he's he's one of the nazis um tiego speaks to lewis about not going uh to join the police on monday so he's kind of got this um he's torn uh and yeah Lewis tells him, you need to choose if you're a cowboy or an Indian. Yeah, which I thought was kind of ironic. Yeah. He is basically an Indian in this situation. He's, he's getting Indian... evicted by the American. Yeah, yeah. He's, they, the, the police can be seen as the cowboys and they're eradicating the Indians, which is the Mexican community. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to probably the, my favourite scene 
of the show, which is Maria praying to Santa Same. Morte in her insane Very cool. altar of skulls and candle candles and taxidermy. Yeah, it very, was, very cool. I found this scene genuinely creepy. Really? Yeah, I really did. Wow, okay, good. Uh, so she actually summons Santa Morte. Uh, she appears to her and I definitely see, saw like a sort of a throwback in imagery to the old Penny Dreadful here. Uh, Santa yeah, Morte is angry at being summoned And she says, if you're dying, I will come to you. But if your leg is in a trap, you must chew it off yourself. Yeah. They talk about a race war coming. And Santa Morte says she is basically sick of humans. Maria begs her to help stop the war from coming. And I noticed that um, Santa Morte calls Maria a few times old coyote. Yeah, I noticed that too. I rang my friend Jenny, who's from Argentina, and I said, oh, my God, you're a legend. <laughs> she said, do you know anything? And I said, do you know anything about if someone from South America calls you a coyote, what does that mean? And she said, it's like an insult. Wow, okay. So it's like because um, a coyote is like a scavenger. She thinks yep. it's kind of like an insult, like why are you bothering me type of thing. Mm. So Maria tells Santiago in the next scene he has to stop this race war from coming. And that Santa Morte chose him. So she once again refers to this scar that he has. Yep. Yep. And then we come into a huge ending. This is my favorite scene Do you ever. want to talk about this? Yep. I will talk about it. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we shoot over to the the protest between the, the cops and the Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it's 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 set like just outside the little Spanish community. We've got a line of white cops, all all white, all men. Then you've got all the Spanish, and at, right at the front, it's all the young Spanish men. And then you go back, and there's women, there's older men, like the whole community's there. Everyone's there, yeah, yep. And then Santiago rocks up, and um. The brothers see him and they're kind of like watching what he'll do. And then um, Nathan Lane is watching what he'll do and he ends up walking up to Nathan and um, he says, it's kind of like. He says, do you know how many yeah. times I've fired my gun on duty? Yep. And he says, and he's like, this will probably be the first or something. Essentially, he? he's he's planning on shooting. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, well, he loads his gun and he puts it back in his pocket. Yeah. And we're all kind of – and then and then San Diego gets his gun out and gives it to Nathan's character and then he walks forward and stands in the centre of the divide. Mm-hmm. And this is where we see Magda come back. She rocks up and this is this part like I almost like yelled at the TV because I was so excited. Um, and she's in her original get-up. She's in that, like, latex dress. With the brunette she's hair. Back, yeah, she's back looking like a badass. Yep. And she's just, like, slow-mo strutting down the road towards them. Yeah, and it's got, like, that, I got, effect. So ex- it's got that effect where, like, uh, it looks like it's hot. You know, kind of like the air looks hot. Completely, yeah. Yeah, like it's all wavy and she's. She's mm. like making direct eye contact, and she's kind of smirking, and it's yeah. just, it's the tits. Yeah. Anyway, while while Santiago is trying to do like a fucking, he's trying to talk it through, and like he's trying to tell people to stand down, people in his community stand yeah. down, let them do yeah, this, he's and I, like be the peace giver. And I put the subtitles I, on at this part, and um, all it said was in brackets speaking Spanish, so that was no help. Yeah, right. So we don't know what he was saying, but at this point. <laughs> Um, From what I could gather, the line. He, they, his brother yelled back, um, you got to choose between like your family and your job. Yeah. It was like along it's, those lines. Yeah. Very, yeah. And she's, I mean, while she's going along the line, kind of choosing which cop she's going to target to kind of use. Mm. Anyway, she, she ends up finding this, this perfect cop who's like this young yeah. redhead. He's holding the gun wrong. Like he's clearly fucking terrified. And and mm-hmm. she just spots him, and then she starts like saying something in his ear, and it's it's at the moment it's 
at a moment where the tension between the cops and the is at Spanish, its highest. Yeah, and yes. it was silent. It was really quiet, and no one was moving, so there was no threat or anything. But then she she says something to this little redhead cop, and he just shoots a guy dead. Yeah, and then and we from don't there, know what it she fucking erupts. All we see is like her whispering in his ear, and then he shoots a member of, yep. the, of the Mexican community, and then yep. it just kicks off, doesn't it? Yeah, every, it is, then it's just like this full-on battle. Um, everyone's shooting and punching and fucking using bats and bits yep. of metal, anything yep. they could find. Mm-hmm. And then um, then she goes up to the older brother. Raul, who actually I read on Wikipedia is actually supposed to be his younger brother, but he looks older. He looks old. I mean, it makes sense he's younger, maybe. Yeah, I but, guess. Um, yeah, he, he's just very big. He's yeah. just very muscly and tall and yeah. has like a full mustache and shit. And she kind of whispers to it, him, doesn't she? Yeah. She whispers to him and he just goes and executes cop after cop. Mm-hmm. Like cops that are on the ground that are already injured, he just goes and shoots them in the back of the head. Yep. Like down, 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 down. Shooting, yep. shooting, shooting. And then the uh, Santiago sees him doing this, and the next guy he goes over to is Lewis Nathan Lane's character. Yeah, Lu- yeah, yeah. The the partner. Yeah, the partner who who had already been shot in the shoulder, but at this point he was hiding behind a car. I thought, and he his one wound was getting shot by Raúl in the shoulder. Oh, was it? And then. Straight after that happens, Diego just kind of has to take Raul down. Yeah, so he's stuck in the middle. He's like, he's going to shoot my partner who's already injured. And, and he's so just, then, and I counted about six or seven shots. So, and, yeah. and that was in the space of about six, five seconds. So he is like, yeah, which is, is realistic to tell. Yeah. Oh, totally. It's really scary. Yeah. So, Tiago. really, really, yeah. So Tiago fulfills the, prof- fulfills the prophecy of brother against brother. Yeah. So then San Diego shoots the brother in the head. Uh, yeah. And, it's, and all, the, all the family members are looking on and like big thing. And then Nathan kind of looks at him and is like, oh, so he's a good guy. Like, And but, then um, we go straight back to the La Llorona song from the beginning. Yeah, and then it was like this beautiful scene again. Yeah, where we see song and, Magda had- and we see Santa Morte just looking at each other with all the chaos going on in the background. Yeah, in the background. And it, like I'm getting goosebumps thinking about it again. I thought it was really beautiful. I thought it the was beginning, great. Yeah, opening scene and closing scene Very were really nice. beautiful for yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, and the whole race war thing, another thing I forgot to bring up, when the angel of death was talking to the mum, and she was saying there was a crazy race war. At yes. first I thought she meant World War Two was about to hit, but then I don't know whether they well, also it's true. meant. Yeah, yeah, I didn't think of that. It's true. Yeah, see, I was like, is this World War Two related or is this this little fucking shootout that happened the next day? Like, I don't know whether that this couldn't have been it. I think they're talking about World War Two because there's so many Nazis and shit right now. I don't know. It's there's interesting. a few parallel um, yeah, there's possibilities. Yeah, a lot of like, yeah, yeah, which yep. is a good idea because it means like this this season is so open to like tangents. You know what I mean? Yep. So like, will there be more minor race wars within LA at this time, or will or will fucking World War Two get? Incorporated, like well, the World War Two is the following year, so yeah, it's, it's literally we're on the yeah, we're well, on the, the Nazis brink. are in practice, yeah, yeah, yeah. So interesting, you so, know. And I love anything with Nazis in it, so I'm like, oh as yeah. As soon as I bought the Nazi flag out, I got so excited. I was completely um, kind of thrown by that. I was like, oh, we're going this way. Wow. Okay. Same. I just I did not I like, expect that. Me neither. Me neither. I had. I was. I don't think at first I was that up to date with what time period it was set in. I mean, I was trying. I was trying to link it to like the talkies and like the silent films. And, I mean, it makes sense that the Nazis are involved in this time period, but I was not expecting it. Okay. 
was not expecting it. But yeah, it's really cool. Really cool. Guys, let us know what you think. Yeah. And after we cover this season, we'll do some movies which will be easier because so, you guys can just watch them. Yeah. You don't have to follow a whole TV series. Yeah. But, um, yeah. And we might yeah. just do like, like you know, little 20 minute retrospectives on movies that we love and that kind of thing. Yeah. But- I mean, I would love to cover American Horror Story again. And I'm pretty sure, like, we so many people have already watched that. Yeah, we can I'd do love that. to do American Horror Story because mm-hmm. that was my obsession. That's my version of Penny Dreadful. Uh, okay. <laughs> yep, I'm a massive American Horror Story fan. Yeah. <laughs> All right, well, you choose but, um, the next series that we, that we uh, yay. cover then. Anyway, so that was yeah. Penny Dreadful City of Angels Thanks, Season guys. 1, Episode 1, and we will be back next week to discuss to discuss Episode 2. Woo! We hope you enjoyed the first episode of I Think My TV is yeah. Haunted, and we hope to catch you again soon, guys. And let us know if you like it. Yeah, let us, let us know, know on us our social media, I Think My Fridge is Haunted, on Instagram yeah. and Facebook. Yeah, awesome. Right. Till next All week, right. guys. Bye. Bye.